Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship on Wednesday, April 15th. We begin by remembering our baptism. And one of the reasons we want to remember our baptism is because of the way that it connects us to Christ's salvation. In Romans 6, verses 3 through 5, it says, Do you not know that all of us have been who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. And this is our hope in baptism, that we are buried with Christ so that we might be raised with Christ and live with him eternally in glory. And we hold on to that promise as we make the sign of the cross and say, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We pray. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We confess our Christian faith today using Luther's explanation to the second article of the Creed, speaking of Jesus. I believe that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity, and also true man, born of the Virgin Mary, is my Lord, who has redeemed me, a lost and condemned person, purchased and won me from all sins, from death, and from the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood, and with his innocent suffering and death, that I may be his own, and live under him in his kingdom, and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, just as he is risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity. This is most certainly true. As we continue to celebrate Jesus' resurrection, we turn again to John chapter 20. Uh, now we are in the evening of that day that Jesus rose from the dead. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold the forgiveness from any, it is withheld. Peace be with you. Aren't those beautiful words? Peace be with you. I don't know about you, but during these days of uh, the pandemic and, and just the, the uncertainty, the question of when, when are we going to be able to get back to certain parts of our lives that we've been missing and when, when are we going to be able to, uh, whatever it is that you're missing, that God speaks into this and he says, peace be with you. And there are people out there who are, are very fearful of what, what the future is, is going to bring. 
whether that's fear of the, the illness and potential death from the, the, uh, the virus, or it's fear of the economic repercussions of, of what might happen after this, or the changes in the society, or the, the, the impact that this might have on civil liberties. I, I'm hearing all these different conversations out there, and a lot of them, they're, they're rooted in fear. And the disciples, they were gathered there that night in fear that what had happened to Jesus was going to happen to them. But then Jesus appears to them and says, peace be with you. And I, I think that this is a word that we can take to ourselves too. Jesus says to you and to me, peace be with you. And with the disciples, you know, he, he shows them these proofs with his, his hands and his side to, to prove that he really is risen from the dead. Now, we, we, we only have a testimony about Jesus' resurrection, and we take these things by faith. But he showed them that their peace is rooted in his resurrection, that he has overcome death on their behalf. He has overcome death on our behalf. And so we can have peace. And he tells the disciples, as the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. Now, Jesus spent, sent the disciples in a special way to, to go out and share the gospel across the whole world and to be these very authoritative figures. But we too are sent to share this good news that Jesus is risen from the dead. That we can live in this time of, of fear and uncertainty with peace because Christ is risen. He rose for you. And, and he rose for whomever you share this good news with. And he gives the apostles this authority to forgive sins. And it's not just given to the apostles. It's, it's passed on to all of us to be able to share forgiveness with one another, to live in Christ's forgiveness together. And there is a special sense here that this is given to uh, the, the leaders of the church to be able to stand in front of the people to speak these words to the congregation on behalf of the congregation. So the pastor, when he stands up there on Sunday morning and he says, your sins are forgiven, this is the authority by which he does it. But this is the same authority when, when a mother speaks to her, her son, I forgive you. Or when a father speaks to his, his daughter and says, I forgive you. Or a boss speaks to an employee or, or friends talking to one another and they, they, they say these words, I forgive you. Jesus' forgiveness comes through us to others. And that's a powerful, powerful, uh, wonderful gift that God has given to us. Now, there is another side of this because it says that if you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. And there are times and places for that. Times and places that out of warning and discipline that God's people have had to look at others and say, oh, no, your sins are not forgiven. And it's largely because people have separated themselves from Christ. Where we want to be, where we want to live, is in this peace. The peace of the risen Christ. And the hope that allows us to be able to look at one another and to say, Christ died for you. Your sins are forgiven. And it is truly 
of forgiveness that is for you. As we pray on this Wednesday, we pray about the creation. And, uh, you know, when we pray about creation, I think a lot of times we think about pollution and, and those kinds of things. And I think it's good and right. But I, I'm thinking a little bit more about our bodies that uh, God created, especially in relationship to this virus. And so uh, let's, let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, you created all things, including these bodies. And you created us to, to live eternally with you. But ever since we've fallen into sin, these bodies are prone to decay. And there are all kinds of illnesses that attack us and show us our mortality. And we pray, Lord, that you would be at work in this world through doctors and nurses. And Lord, boy, if you're willing, we would ask that you would even work miraculously to bring healing to bodies. And we ask that, that you would use your doctors, your nurses, these people that you have blessed with these talents and abilities to intervene in people's lives. Use medicine, Lord, to bring healing to people. And help us through all of that to recognize the order and the, the beauty and the complexity of this creation. And help it to drive us back to you and to see you as the creator of all things, working in the midst of the creation to bless us and to draw us to yourself. And we thank you, Lord, for every good gift of this earth, everything that shows us that you are our God who created us, who loves us, who forgives us and sustains us. We pray these things in Jesus' name, and we pray as he teaches us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. God bless you today and may you have peace, peace upon peace to you. And I hope that you'll be able to come back this evening and join me for an evening devotion. Um, one last comment I should make. The prayer that I used earlier is from the Lutheran Service Book, the uh, hymnal of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. There is information in the notes of the, uh, of the blog for the devotion that you can find out more about that. But that particular prayer is called the Collect of Grace. God's blessings. Goodbye.